It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Where are the rookies? We'll discuss on today's Locked On Reds. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker, is not here today. It's just you and me. Welcome in. This is a live edition of Locked On Reds here on a Friday as we get ready for the White Sox weekend series at Great American Ballpark. Locked On Reds is something I've been doing. I'm into my fifth season now. I've turned an addiction to the Cincinnati Reds, a lifelong addiction, into information for you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to talk some Reds with me and make sure you jump in the comments section as I'm live here. Looking forward to discussing things later on. We're going to have a whole segment of questions and answers and things like that coming up here later on in the show. But I want to encourage you as well. If you're listening to this after the fact, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's because talking Reds is what I do. And I want to talk Reds with you. Locked on Reds is of course, part of the locked on podcast network. We are your team every day. And on today's show, not going to lie, kind of had this live planned because I thought we were going to get some news. I thought Maybe not both, maybe one of Matt McClain or Christian Encarnacion Strand would be in Cincinnati today. They're not. I don't know why. And I'm going to tell you why I don't know why here on today's pod. Plus, we're going to get you set for the matchup with the White Sox this weekend as they have been a confusing team over the last few years. And I think the Reds have an opportunity here. And I uh, look forward to talking to you later. Before we jump into everything, I wanted to let you know this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. All right, here we go. Uh, I don't get it. There, there's not much more for CES and Matt McClain to prove. At AAA, and, and and I get it. If you want to argue that CES hasn't been there for very long, we can talk about that. But it's time to call them up. Let's look at this for a second here, because last night was amazing. If you missed it, the Louisville Bats absolutely had a day because Matt McClain hit for the cycle, and he did it before the end of the sixth inning. Yeah, he didn't even need the whole game. Two-thirds of a game. That's all he needed. And he got the cycle. Absolutely phenomenal performance by Matt McClain, who is continuing to just absolutely show out. I mean, so far this season, he is hitting 324 and he's getting on base at a 450 clip and he is slugging 638. There are multiple players on the Reds' current major league roster that have an OPS on base plus slugging of somewhere in the 600s. Matt McClain is slugging 638. Absolutely phenomenal. Plus, if you want to get into what I love to call the uh, the discipline numbers, he has cut down on his strikeout rate. Last year, he was striking out about 28% of the time. This year, he's only striking out 20% of the time. And he's increased his walk rate from 14 to 16%. In fact, the 16% number is the best it's been in the minor leagues at any level for Matt McClain. 
He's literally doing everything that he possibly can to prove to Nick Kroll that he needs to be on this roster. I'm not sure what Nick Kroll's waiting for. And then you look at CES. Sure, he was hurt. He had a back problem. He comes back. He's only played 10 games, right? He has 19 hits in 10 games. He has seven home runs. He just had a three-homer night last night. That's why Louisville just had... A night. The bats went crazy because it was a cycle for Matt McClain and a three-homer night for Christian Encarnacion Strand. And look, if Nick Crawl's plan at this point is he's got some kind of, I don't know, calendar, some kind of schedule that he's rolling with as to when he's actually going to call these guys up, probably might want to look at revisiting that. These guys are going crazy. And if you call them up right now with the hot hand, I really think that this is the time to see if you can capitalize on that. Maybe they bring that momentum with them to Cincinnati. Sure. I don't think they're going to come up and immediately slug 600 and Christian Encarnacion strands going to take the team lead in home runs in one game, which by the way, if he were to come up and hit three home runs in one game, he would be tied for the team lead in home runs. This, this, this lineup is starving for power right now. And these guys are showing it in AAA. I mean, look at the major league roster at this moment. There are three players that have a slugging percentage over 400, three, the reds have played more than three players. You know, I mean, they play nine a night and you look at the guys that have slugged more than 400. One of them is TJ Friedel. And I don't think that he would have been on your bingo card to be a bopper, but right now, it's uh, Nick Senzel leading the team in slugging with 455 slugging percentage. And you've got TJ Friedel at 427. And then you got Spencer Steer at 404. That's it. That's the list. Nobody else is above 400. They've got slugging guys in the minors right now. And if you really want to get granular about it, and I know that I've had some questions about this on episodes in the past, but. TJ Hopkins is playing very well at AAA. He's not necessarily, I don't think that the Reds look at him as a future contributor. Now, you know, the, could they go the route of TJ Friedel? Something about TJ, right? TJ Friedel, TJ Hopkins. Could that be the thing? Because I don't necessarily think they thought of TJ Friedel as a future contributor, but he's certainly playing himself into that role. Could TJ Hopkins do it? Are we really going to continue to watch? Guys like Matt Reynolds get rolled out there every day. Is Jose Barrero, seriously, who we're going to continue to watch play shortstop? Because I think I'm pretty sure that he ain't it anymore. And that's where he that's where McLean would go. And you've got a question from Malachi, Malachi Hayes. Um, says, you know, if he comes up soon, would that mean that Red Leader would change positions? No, I still think that Jonathan India would stay at second base and Matt McClain would play shortstop. And then Jose Barrero, if he sticks on the major league roster, he still has an option. So they could uh, send him to AAA and maybe get some work in or something like that. Or maybe he becomes a bench player. He can play the outfield and he can be a right-handed bat in the outfield. I just, I, I don't understand why we continue this. And, and Kevin Newman ain't it either. And I know he's in the starting uh, lineup today and uh, shout out to Jonathan. He's like, what the heck is up with Newman in the starting lineup again? I, I, this, this is something. And we tipped the hand the other day of David Bell, that it looks like David Bell is forming a, a starting lineup based on the on base percentages and things like that. And Kevin Newman's actually kind of up there with that. But I, I just, I, I look at this roster and they're starving. They need help for power and it's in triple a. Matt McClain is there. Christian Encarnacion Strand is there. 
those guys together have more home runs. I, I and I should have done the math on this, but it, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure they have more home runs than the team. I think it's close. It might the, the Reds as a team might actually have a couple more home runs, but I think like if you put Encarnacion Strand and Matt McLean's home run totals together, I think it's right there with the entirety of the major league team right now. I don't know what we're waiting for. I don't I don't understand. And I said it at the top of the pot. These are not the droids we're looking for. These are not. I am not going to do this every day with Jose Barrero. We're done with this. I, I, I don't know. And, and look, for Christian Encarnacion Strand, if you want to ask where he's going to fit in, I, I feel like, you know, Joey Votto, I mean, he's not close. There's not been an update as to how close he is. So I'm starting to wonder if we're not going to see him till maybe the all-star break. And then you've got Will Myers, who's on the injured list. He might not be that long, uh, that, that far away, but there's a hole at first base and Spencer steer has been filling in kind of admirably, but seriously, if you're looking for an opening for CES, it's there. You don't have to squint. CES could come up and fill in nicely in first base and he could DH. And I, I, I just feel like that this is something Nick crawls got to throw out the rundown for, right? You always use that news. Like, oh, we knew what the show was going to be. And all of a sudden everything, something changed. And we had to throw out the rundown. Nick crawl needs to throw out the rundown when it comes to Matt McClain and CES. He needs to call him up now. No, no more waiting. Cause I thought that this weekend would be the perfect opportunity for uh, them to really break in Matt McClain and CES or one of the two onto the roster and really get them rolling because there's an opportunity with this series at great American ballpark of the reds and the white Sox, And I'm going to tell you what that opportunity is coming up next. Before I tell you about that though, I wanted to tell you about one of our sponsors today. And that is rocket money. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but the actual total is closer to like $200. I mean, when was the last time you started a free trial and remembered to actually cancel it before the end of that free trial? Rocket Money can help you out with that. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It helps monitor your spending and it also helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And if there's any that you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money handles the rest. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. That's go to the website, rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's R O C K E T M O N E Y.com slash L O C K E D O N M L B. Make sure uh, you check out tonight's hometown broadcast on the Sirius XM app. Just download the SXM app and search reds as we've got Hunter green on the mound. It's a green day. Cinco de Mayo, it's Revenge of the Sith, and it's a green day. So check out the green day today on the hometown broadcast of Sirius XM. And also, thanks for checking out today's podcast. Uh, coming up on Monday, we're going to recap this White Sox series, and I'm going to ask Steve a question that I don't know we want to say the answer to. 
You're not going to want to miss it. That's coming up on Monday. All right, let's look at this White Sox series because there's an opportunity here. The Reds absolutely have an opportunity to win another series. And I know that we've talked about a lot this season, like, you know, wins and losses aren't the biggest deal in the world because this team is not trying to compete for the playoffs this year. They're trying to build for next year. They're trying to find the core. They're trying to get the right guys in the right spots, which is why I still feel like the whole Matt McClain CES thing we talked about just a minute ago is so egregious at this point that they're not calling them up. But when I look at this series with the White Sox, the probable starters are some guys you know. You've heard of Lance Lynn. You've heard of Mike Clevenger. For different reasons, Lance Lynn, longtime Cardinal. Mike Clevenger, longtime Cleveland Guardian. Uh, and then the third starter is uh, the young stud and Michael Kopech, who the White Sox got for Chris Sale once upon a time. Uh, Kopech has struggled mightily. Sunday, very good opportunity to win a ball game. Lance Lynn really hasn't been that good either. And he's the probable starter tonight going up against Hunter Green. Now, the interesting thing about Lance Lynn, he's had over 32 career, or he's had over 32 innings pitched this year. And he has an ERA over seven. So that tells you there's a chance he's given up a lot of hard contact. He's given up an average exit velocity that is in the low percentiles, but he still has some strikeout stuff with him this year. He's still high up on the strikeout list. And the one thing that I will caution, because I, you're going to see these numbers, you're going to see them pop up. The problem is Lance Lynn kind of dominated the Reds throughout his career. Now he's had a nice long career, but in 111 career innings against the Reds, he's a 3.1 ERA. So that's something that he he is familiar with this Reds lineup. He is familiar and, and the Reds lineup is very different, but it's not something when he sees that C on the hat and when he sees Grand American Ballpark, he's going to be like, yeah, I've been here before. It's like, you know, home away from home. Second uh, most innings pitched against any other opponent. The most he has is against the Chicago Cubs, but then the Reds are next simply because he's spent his career as a Cardinal. But I think that uh, Lance Lynn, there's still an opportunity to get over on him. Mike Clevenger has been just bad this year, and, and his thing is just control. He has the highest walk rate of his career. He is usually a pretty solid uh, pitcher when it comes to limiting walks. This year, he is walking over 11% of the batters that he faces. So tomorrow, the Saturday game, when Nick Lodolo's on the mound, who we'll talk about in just a moment, the Reds really need to be patient because uh, Mike Clevenger has been very erratic. And it makes sense because that dude's pitching motion is just a mess. And I haven't watched him yet this year to know if it's cleaned up a little bit because I know that the emphasis on calling balks is definitely heightened. So we'll see exactly how Mike Clevenger looks now that they're really focused on that sort of thing. But overall, this year has not been kind to him in the control stats and everything else has kind of bared out that uh, bared out that narrative because he has an ERA of four and a half, but even his expected stats say that he's getting lucky with that. So Saturday is another opportunity for this lineup to score some runs. And then Sunday is just going to be swing away. Because Michael Kopech's stuff isn't very different this year from last year. And last year, he was a pretty decent pitcher. But this year, he is getting destroyed. All of his pitches are being hit. They're being hit very hard. In fact, he is in the bottom 1% of the league in hard hit rate and barrels allowed. 
So this is going to be a chance. I think, and, and looking at this series, I say there's an opportunity to win it a lot because I think that this is going to be a huge weekend for this lineup. Tyler Stevenson's going to hit a home run. He's going to get off the schneid. We're going to see another home run from Spencer Steer, who started to come out of his power slump there at the end of the Padres series. I think Nick Senzel is going to continue his hot hitting this weekend against these guys. I, I, I feel like the Reds have a huge opportunity here. So that means the pressures on the pitching staff, because there are some hitters, some, some, some legitimate talent in this lineup for the White Sox. I don't necessarily think they've been the most consistent hitting team, but you're looking at guys like Aloy Jimenez and Andrew Vaughn's got quite a bit of power. Luis Robert, Tim Anderson, these guys can really mess up a pitcher if he's if he's having a bad day. So Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, and Luke Weaver are gonna have to be on their on their best behavior this weekend. Uh, Hunter Green has been pitching very well here recently. He still continues to not get the kind of run support that anyone who still pays attention to wins and losses would, uh, would be happy about. But the things that he can control, he's controlling very well. Saturday is the day that I think we're all going to be very focused on the game because Nick Lodolo has been rough. And I know that his last start really wasn't near as bad as the two starts before that. So you're thinking, okay, maybe he can come out of this. Maybe he can figure this out. Maybe he's got a chance to take a step forward against a White Sox lineup that's been inconsistent. But like I said, if that, if he's throwing more mistake pitches, if his curveball continues to creep back into the zone, if he's having to throw his fastball and his, his, um, I believe it's a sinker fastball. If he has to throw those a lot more to set up the breaking ball, then the white Sox hitters are going to feast on that. He's got to figure out what it is. And maybe it's tunneling. Maybe it's some sort of thing where he's got to be more deceptive with his curveball. They've got to figure out what it is so that he can get another start under his belt that we're like, okay, that was better because this series, there's an opportunity here. The reds, I'm going to stop. Sure. You know what? No, I'm going to say it. the reds should win two out of three. They should. And I know that. Our buddy Nick Murawski over at Locked On White Sox is probably saying the same thing. The White Sox should take two out of three from the Reds, even if it's a road series for them. But this is the kind of team, a struggling team that, yes, they have talent, but they've been super inconsistent. It's time for the Reds to take advantage of a team like that. And I think it starts tonight against Lance Lynn, a guy that has just famously over his career handled the reds very well you know you guys have been super active in the comments section thank you so much for joining me on this live episode of locked on reds and we are going to get to a lot of good stuff here coming up in just a moment including a question that i like that has to do with um what's going to happen if the reds actually make these call-ups that's coming up here in just a moment before i get to that though i want to let you know this show is brought to you in part by better help you know, I'm always learning new things about myself. I've recently moved into a new locale. The Locked On Reds studio is in a new place. And as I'm getting used to this new place, there's new challenges, there's new things to overcome, stuff that I've never experienced before. And while it's nice to be comfortable in your own skin and know who you are, there's never a point in life where you're going to stop facing challenges. And you kind of can't do it all by yourself. Whether you've got family or friends to talk to, that's great. But if you don't have a support system with you, better help can help. 
because BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are, whatever you're doing in life, whether you're in school, whether you just started a new career, whether you're just starting a family. BetterHelp can be there for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you go through the process with the therapist and you realize you want to make a change, switching therapist anytime for no additional charge is what BetterHelp does. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B. Coming up tonight, 6.40 p.m. If you can't be down at the ballpark, check out the hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. Just search Reds on the SXM app. I mentioned it already. I'm expecting a homer from Tyler Stevenson in this series. He might be able to get one tonight off of Lance Land, but check it out. Hometown broadcast is on Sirius XM. Just search Reds on the SXM app. And in between episodes, you can follow myself and Steve on Twitter. Follow me at Jeff Carr with three F's or follow Steve at S Offenbaker with two F's, or you can also follow the show at Locked On Reds. All right, you guys have been phenomenal. Thank you so much for joining in. Everybody who joined into the comments section, we've got a lot to get to here. But I want to start first with a question that Malachi Hayes had back in the first segment. I was talking about Matt McLean and Christian Encarnacion Strand being brought up. So if McLean comes up for CES or someone from the minors, in your opinion, who do we send down? So first, I'm going to look at the fact that I don't really understand why Matt Reynolds is still here. The Reds have plenty of guys that can play multiple positions and hit much better than Matt Reynolds can. So either send him down or DFM or do whatever you got to do. He's an easy move him off and move him out, move him to Louisville, move him wherever type guy. The other guy that I'm looking at is probably Jose Barrero. And because I've seen something from Stuart Fairchild, I definitely want to continue to see more from him. And I really think that the three catcher thing needs another month. We, we talked about that a couple of days ago, me and Steve did, of is it time to move on from the three-catcher philosophy that is helping Tyler Stevenson remain healthy throughout the season? And I still think we need to give it a month because I think Tyler Stevenson is going to really break out here in the month of May. So I think that Jose Barrero may be a guy that you look at of possibly sending down to AAA. The, the biggest problem with that is I don't necessarily know that sending him down to AAA is going to really do much for him as the player. And that may be something that they, they kind of leave open. I'm not really sure exactly how to um, explain that more, but I, I, I just think it's to the point where Matt McClain deserves that shot at, um, at shortstop here. I, I love this. And, and thanks everybody for comment and commenting on this. I, I threw this up there earlier. Craig Rogers. I'm an everydayer. Jonathan Lynn. I've become an everydayer. Love that quirky picker. Chad love that. One of the first three subscribers. Thanks, Chad. I really appreciate everybody who makes us an everyday listen or an everyday watch. Uh, it makes, it makes it a lot of fun to do this and always talk about this. Um, Dave Pemberton asked, do you think Andrew Abbott will be up in a Reds rotation before Brandon Williamson and Levi Stout? Here's the interesting thing about this, because it seems like, seems like Nick crawl has a schedule or some sort of plan for who's coming up when, when they're bringing it up, things like that. Now, 
Levi Stout was kind of weird because I don't necessarily know it was part of the plan to call him up as quickly as they did and face the Rays and then send him right back down. I think there was a little bit of, you know, injury scare with Hunter Green. So that kind of messed things up and necessity forced him to change his plans a little bit. I think if he's just going to stick to this plan and not move it, then I think they're going to call up Brandon Williamson first. The biggest problem is, and I talked about this on a show two days ago, is that looking at their performances in AAA, neither Brandon Williamson or Levi Stout have been impressive. In fact, you could probably argue that they've been the opposite. They've been worrisome because both Williamson and Stout have walked a lot of guys. And that's really what we're looking at when we talk about pitchers in AAA, because sure, there's different circumstances, how much defense is behind them. They could be getting hit and maybe not necessarily giving up the most hardest of contact. So ERA and stuff like that is still a little bit subjective. But walking guys and striking out guys, that's something they can control. And both of them have struck out as many as they've walked. And I hate to see that. Meanwhile, Andrew Abbott has come up and set AAA on fire. And his first couple of starts, phenomenal stuff. 15 strikeouts to just five walks and 10 innings. you love to see that. If that continues, I think Dave's got a point. I think that Andrew Abbott will be up before Williamson and Stout. And that's just dependent on how much merit the, the Reds and Nick Crawl are putting on their performances at AAA. There's still a possibility that, you know, all right, uh, we're going to call up Williamson, the third week in May. And then we're going to call up uh, Matt McClain the second week in June. And then we're going to call up Levi Stout. You know, maybe that's what he's working on. And that's really where I want him to reevaluate this because his hitters are just going crazy in AAA. And the lineup needs some pop here in the major leagues. Maybe it's time to revisit that. But as far as pitching goes, I'm hesitant to really jump the gun. And that's another thing that I saw a question earlier it was about Luis Sessa, and I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through here to find it. Um, but it was a question about Luis Sessa, and it was like, is it time for him to be sent down or sent to the bullpen and then for someone else to take his place, like Williamson or Stout or somebody like that? And I, I think it's really, really imperative that we understand Luis Sessa is only here because they don't think they have any other option. For some reason, we should under we should be asking Nick Crawl why he's waiting to call up some of these pitchers. Because I think there's an element of if they're going to figure it out, they're going to figure it out here. Because what happens if they figure it out in AAA? And then they come up and they fall back on the walking guys and throwing too many pitches. And, and Levi Stout generally had a rough start to begin with because he faced a raised lineup that was super, super hot. But at the same time... He threw a lot of pitches, even in at-bats where he was getting ahead. There were a lot of guys he was getting to two strikes, and then he would throw a couple of balls, and then guys would foul pitches off, and it was just taking him way too long to get out of these at-bats. And so how does that look whenever they finally bring him up? And shout-out to John Winter. He says, I think we see Abbott here soon. I, I just honestly think that there's an element of if the bottom of the rotation and Luke Weaver and Luis Sessa – is going to continue to be the issue that it has been so far. Why are we not saying, you know what, if it's going to be an issue, let's make it a growing experience for these guys. And maybe, and I think it's something that Cowboys talked about before, is that, you know, you run the risk of hurting guys' confidence. But maybe there's just an element of setting expectations for those guys when you call them up. Just say, hey, look, 
we got a job for you. We got a starting rotation job for you. We think that you could be a piece of our future. We're going to give you some time. So if you have a bad start, don't let it sit on your shoulders thinking that you're about to be sent down to Louisville. I, I feel like that could work. Shout out to Greg. Sorry, I'm late. Arise, CES. Uh, three three homer game for him last night. I think he's a guy, and, and, and again, 10 games in AAA so far. There's plenty of argument to be had that maybe he deserves more time. But I think there's just as much of an argument to call him up like yesterday. And I think that the Reds should consider that. And I thank you for joining me here on this podcast today. Uh, Steve will be back with us on Monday. He was remaindered to the ER today, and um, he'll be back with us Monday as we wrap up this weekend series. The Reds are home for the weekend, and you can catch all of the hometown broadcast action on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Reds as uh, tonight's game and Saturday night's game are both at 640. And I know that the Friday game is on Apple TV Apple TV plus, um, I, I think that there's like this free trial that you can get, um, for Apple TV plus. Cause I think last year it was free and this year I don't think it is, but, uh, make sure you check out the broadcast and thank you so much for everybody that jumped into the comments section. And that's going to be where we end today's podcast. Uh, make sure that you're subscribed and you're following the podcast here on YouTube and you're subscribed on your favorite podcasting app, because we are going to be with you every single day. And thank you to everyone who has become an everyday or like I shouted out some, some folks early on, it's, it's always, a treat to be able to talk some Reds baseball with you because that's what I live for. That's what we're here for. And uh, make sure now you go check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball because they can help you win your league. Matt and Dom know what they're talking about. They give you some expert analysis each and every day on the best players to start, sit, add, trade, and all that great stuff because Locked On Fantasy Baseball is just like Locked On Reds. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every and we'll be uh, talking about the Reds as we move through this season. Hopefully we've got a winning series against the White Sox, and we'll be back on the road next week. But we're going to be with you every step of the way because we're locked on Reds every single day. You are locked on Reds. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.